Hi, and welcome to Jan Carroll Publishing's podcast, Bookmarked. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping here. I'm going to talk to you about uh, looking on our website, jancarepublishing.com. We've got some specials going on. Now is the time with that Black Friday going on and Cyber Monday. And also visit our magazine's website, Voice, as in speaking, Voice Magazine for Women. Great articles, great uh, recipes for the holidays. So I am so excited about this week's podcast. We have a very special guest. It's one of our authors, Melissa Sneed Wilson. Now, Melissa is an award-winning author of Growing Up and Going Back, and she just had a new release, and the title is Reclaiming Christmas. This is a delightful book, and what perfect timing. It's a great gift for yourself, and it's a great gift for others as well. But we're so excited that Allison's going to be doing an interview. And so, Allison, take it away. Hello, everyone. I'm Allison, and I am here today with Melissa Sneed Wilson, author of Reclaiming Christmas, which is described as a romance movie in book form. The novel is available for purchase now, and today it is actually on sale for Black Friday. So be sure to check that out on our website, jancarolpublishing.com. It's such a lovely book, so heartwarming. Melissa, thank you so much for being here today. We're so happy to have you on our podcast. Uh, thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to be here and talk about the book. Well, I wanted to start out by asking if you'd mind just sort of telling our listeners what your book is about for those who may not be familiar just yet. So Reclaiming Christmas is about um, a economic, um, an interim economics uh, city manager um, that comes to this new town in Harbor Ridge, Virginia, and he ends up meeting um, this woman named Natalie, um, and they um, keep running into each other um, and kind of spar over Harbor Ridge's holiday um, festival of trees. And it's just a great story about relationships and families. Um, Natalie happens to be really good friends with Eli's sister. Um, so that dynamic between like brother and sisters was fun to play out. Um, but basically, it's a Hallmark movie in book form, what I would tell people. <laughs> I love that so much. I personally adore romance novels, especially when they involve the holidays. So yeah. I'm curious if romance novels are near and dear to your heart as well, and sort of how the idea for Reclaiming Christmas came about. Well, Reclaiming Christmas um, popped into my head a few years ago. I was actually a part of a living nativity um, when I was seven months pregnant with my son, um, right before my first book came out. And I remember thinking that having a night really celebrating the birth of Christ and having that be the focus of the holiday season put my whole mind at ease. And I thought, I sometimes get it wrong when it comes to the holiday season with making myself too busy. I'm focused on the wrong things. I'm trying to make a color coordinated um, calendar because, you know, everybody keeps score when you go to their house for like extended family holiday yes. meals. Um, 
And so, and I thought, well, if I feel that way, then I bet there's other people who feel that way too about wanting to bring back the center of their Christmas uh, to Christ. And so I thought, well, let me just play around with this and these characters. And um, I always think it's fun to write books about main characters that are really different from each other. Cause it's like in my, my own life, me and my husband and I are so different from each other, but we work together very well too. Um, so I just kind of drew in a little bit from my own life, but I wanted to write a story that was relatable that I felt like people would resonate with the message. Well, it sounds very relatable because it is very easy to kind of forget what Christmas is about and get distracted by all the hustle and bustle, particularly if you have larger families. Um, So I think it's really cool that you chose to sort of represent like a realistic Christmas as opposed to just completely a fairy tale Christmas. Um, It sounds like the perfect novel to read around Christmas time. And it sounds like Christmas is a special time of year for you. Um, I'm that person who, you know, puts up Christmas decorations in early November. So I definitely hold Christmas in high regard as well. (laughs) Yes. No, us too, us too. Do you have any Christmas traditions that you try to uphold every year? I like to, you know, decorate my home while listening to Christmas music and baking cookies that night and that sort of thing. It definitely, I have two boys and they will be uh, four and six in March. And so they're just starting to get to the age where my husband and I have talked about family traditions that we want to pass on. Um, And certainly I think what we like to do is um, go to the candlelit Christmas Eve service. Um, we enjoy um, building gingerbread houses, um, especially the ones that are already pre-built and you just decorate. Like that's a game, a game changer um, because mine would always fall down. Um, I love reading the Christmas story on Christmas Eve. Um, we also, we um, love going to see Santa. Actually, we go see Santa on Thanksgiving Day. Because I lived in Canada with my family for eight years. And so our Thanksgiving is the second Monday in October. So we get Thanksgiving out of the way in October. And we really spend November and December focused on on Christmas. And just kind of side note, it's never busy Thanksgiving Day if you go see Santa. (laughs) that's honestly that's a great idea that's that's honestly I'm gonna have to tell my family members about that (laughs) well that sounds so fun I love hearing what other people do around Christmas time because you know we all have our little traditions that are unique to us um would you say that uh reclaiming Christmas ultimately has a hopeful message for people during the holidays because you know sort of like we talked about Holidays can be cheerful, but they can also be a time of strife or hardship and hustle and bustle. So um, I'm curious if you wanted the book to serve as escapism for people or, you know, if you also did want to make sure you showed the struggles that can come with the holidays, too, or maybe a combination of both. I, I would say that that's a great question. And I would say it's definitely a combination of both. I mean, I can remember um, like when I was struggling to get pregnant, the holiday season was really difficult because it felt like everywhere I went, I was reminded you're not pregnant yet. Um, Mm -hmm. and certainly the main character in Reclaiming Christmas, um, I don't want to give too much of her storyline away, but, um, she really struggles, um, with the, the holidays because it, it doesn't look like how she had thought it would, um, from a few, few years back from, 
a failed relationship. And so I think a lot of times um, people can live in the past. Um, there's also a storyline, I think, that's very relatable about um, two sisters that haven't talked like in many years and nothing mm-hmm. super significant happened. It was just that um, they had a fight and never made up and it just got worse and worse the longer it went on. And I think having a happy ending having people really work on their relationships is a relatable thing um, when it comes to the holidays, because I feel like it's a time where we look at what matters most, I would hope, um, in our in our lives. So I definitely try to balance the two. I think one of my favorite scenes is this husband and wife, they're driving in their car, like arguing about where they're going to spend Christmas Day, like if they're going to be, you know, at his fa- you know, parents or and I'm and I talk to my friends now, and that's the conversation we're all literally having. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are we gonna? How are we gonna celebrate the holidays? Um, so I like to balance both. And I think that that is perfect. Like we've sort of already talked about, that is just so relatable for so many people. And I think a lot of people are really gonna connect with that. Certainly, you know, families around Christmas time, it can either be a great thing or it can be a stressful <laughs> thing. But hopefully it's it's a combination of both of those things. So it sounds like your book really encapsulates that. Are there any characters without, you know, like you said, yeah. giving too much away that yeah. you say are directly inspired by anyone in your personal life? I always draw from my personal life when I write when I write stories. Um one of the more interesting storylines that I enjoyed writing about is there's a single mom whose college son comes home for the first time and he brings his girlfriend and um, I'm sure they're going to kind of be like, well, they're another favorite scene, right? They're in the airport and she's picking him up. And of course, having flown in for the holidays a whole bunch of times, that airport scene is really, you know, special. Um, well, um, the daughter-in-law is vegan and the mother-in-law has this like huge meal prepared that's not vegan. And so it just starts <laughs> off kind of, you know, on the wrong foot. And I was just thinking to myself when I, I have young boys um, and certainly like fast forwarding, you know, 20, 30 years and thinking like, that may be me one day, like, how would I handle that? And there's a bunch of flashback scenes to where her son is little and I definitely drawled on my own life where I'm like in this crazy season with little kids and how would that come, come about. Um, and it's just fun. It's just, that's, I hope when people read this, they just think, well, that, that was just kind of fun. Like I, you know, it's like spending a few hours with friends. Yes. I love that so much. <laughs> and I also, I love the idea of, you know, someone cynical about the holidays interacting yeah. and falling in love with someone who is a Christmas fanatic. Yeah. Do you have a favorite romance novel trope? Like, you know, there's friends to lovers, enemies to lovers. Yeah. Oh, I definitely love like enemies to lovers because of the banter and because of the like the zings or like, and even in this novel, um, there's a scene where uh, Natalie, the main character and Eli are over kind of at his sister's house helping out with the kids. And Natalie's like, so excited for this Christmas movie she's been wanting to watch for like months (laughs) and Eli just really like lays into her about it and they just kind of go back and forth about the escapism and um why we love those movies or why we love these books and it's just it's fun it's fun to write about how we don't 
all have many differences if we get down to the heart of it. And, um, and it's, it's just fun to see how different people connect. Absolutely. I I'm such a fan of enemies to lovers as well. Those are some of my favorite stories. So um, I'm so glad that you kind of like utilized that trope a little bit. (laughs) And I always like to ask what our authors are reading right now. So do you have any like current reading recommendations or maybe something you've read recently that you couldn't put down? Um, Several. I feel like a lot of books came out recently that are on my list to read. Um, The last thing I just finished reading um, was the last thing he told me. Um, and that's, uh, I read it because I, I love Jennifer Gardner and she played the title character in the Apple TV miniseries. So yeah. I, of course I read the book, great book, like a thriller. Um, I also love reading books about people. And so I, um, like most millennials or elder millennials, I'm in my mid thirties. Um, I'm listening to the autobiography of Britney Spears right now. Oh my gosh, me too. Me too. (laughs) Right, right. Um, And so fascinating. And I love that it's, it's her words, because I feel like for so many years, people have been writing her story. And I just, I love knowing what she has to say right now. Um, So I've been reading that. Um, I love John Stamos from Full House. His autobiography (laughs) came out the same day, Britney Spears. So I've been reading some of that too. And of course, um, Matthew Perry, you know, passed away from friends a few weeks ago. That's on my list to read his book as well. So um, kind of a wide range of um, things. I, right I'm, now, I usually, oh, go ahead. Yep. I was just going to say, I'm the exact same way. I like to read a variety of genres because I find sometimes like I'll get bored if I'm just reading like a mystery or just reading an autobiography. So I definitely like to sprinkle in different genres at the same time. And I didn't know that John Stamos had an autobiography. Yes. I'll have to that one out. It's, it's, it's really good to have a few chapters in and, um, you know, his um, you know, good friend Bob Saget died, who I adored. I mean, it just is one blow after another. But um, he just has a lot of like unique things to say that I never knew about his life. And it's sometimes and I can actually draw on the autobiographies I read to put into my own my own books. And I feel like that really helps me um, get get more empathy and just understanding of how people are. That's so interesting. And I'll, I'll certainly have to check all of those out that you mentioned. I, I'm also listening to the, the Britney Spears yes. audiobook, but the rest I'll, I'll have to add yes. to my uh, TBR yes. list. And it's now, so, and it's, yeah. the And Michelle Williams, um, the narrator, she does a phenomenal job and I'm not usually one to, to do audiobooks. I like to read it more myself in my own voice, if that makes sense. But I, uh-huh. I read that she did a great job and sure enough like she is not disappointed (laughs) at all I agree and I I love her too as an actress she's amazing um do you have any events coming up like book signings or any appearances you'd like to make our listeners aware of I do see that that makes me feel so famous um I actually I had a great event yesterday I did a lunch and learn with a group of um retirees um, who a lot of them had on their bucket list uh, to write a book. And so that was kind of fun to share with them, I think, how fulfilling it can be um, to write a book. So I always, you know, give my plug and say, check out, you know, Jan Carroll. They are phenomenal to work, you know, to work with. Um, so that was yesterday. I have a book signing at the Crumbum in downtown Kingsport, Thursday, November 30th from 4 to 6. 
and they'll have their cafe open with some coffees and treats. They'll have different Christmas art and ornaments as well. Um, so that will be a great event on Thursday, November 30th. I'm talking to a mom's group uh, in Abingdon, Virginia, the um, first Wednesday in December, I think December 6th at 9.30. Um, and then um, that will kind of wrap it, wrap it up for me. Um, I've been active on my Facebook page, just trying to share information about the holidays and upcoming stuff. But those two things, really, the book signing, the mom's event are what um, your listeners can hopefully come to. Awesome. Well, I certainly hope that all of that goes well for you and is super fun. Um, Everyone make note of that. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, thank you again for being here and for chatting with me about your book. Uh, I cannot wait for even more people to read it. Uh, Thank you. I'm excited and I hope everyone has a great Christmas season and if you're looking for uh, a gift for someone that's hard to buy for, this this book would be a great a great thing to give. Absolutely. Or even just a gift for yourself. Yes. <laughs> and um, again, the book is available for purchase. And today for Black Friday, it is on sale. And I'm going to put the code for the sale in the description for this episode. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you, Allison. And thank you, Melissa. That was such a a great interview and gives the story behind the story. And I want to take just a moment to read one of the reviews uh, about this book. Then the review is uh, written by Karen Bruce, and she too is an author, and she's the author of A Heart Never Dies. And um, here's the review. In her new novel, Reclaiming Christmas, Melissa Sneed captures the very high expectations we have at Christmas and the reality that always seems to disappoint us. Families are often complex, and when you throw in a holiday, things have a way of going south. Wilson captures the true essence of family where faith and love can overcome all obstacles. Doesn't that make you just want to grab the book and and sit down on a cozy evening with a fireplace going and maybe even a glass of wine and read a good book? Or you can have a a good cup of tea. That works as well. But we hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. Um, Thank you again. This is Janie Jesse, and I hope to see you next week and enjoy the shopping. (laughs) 